Welcome to the Timmy Riggs podcast, Life in the Meantime. I'm Timmy Riggs. Last, my last podcast, I talked about my faith philosophy. This one, I just want to do a quick Bible breakdown. Um, and I would encourage, maybe if you're like, yeah, I just, I just do not believe in the Bible or what it says or whatever. Like, just listen to what I have to say. I'm literally just explaining what it is. That's all. Um, and maybe you'll be like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm not getting into the weeds. I'm just going to explain what the Bible consists of. So let's get started for the Bible breakdown. All right. The Bible consists of 66 books, actually. It's called a canon. It is a collection of books. The Bible itself is not just one book. It is a collection of books. And so how many books are in the Bible? There are 66 books in the Bible. In the Old Testament, we have 39 books. So that's the first part of the Bible. The second part of the Bible is called the New Testament. And that consists of 27 books. What is that? What is Old Testament, New Testament? So what they really are is it actually stands for Old Covenant and New Covenant. So the Old Covenant consists of 39 books, which are under the Old Covenant. These Books um, fall into a di- multiple different categories. For instance, the first five books, there's a word actually called the Pentateuch. So those first five books was the Jewish scripture that they dedicated. That was their holy book, the Pentateuch. So even when Jesus shows up, the first five books of the Bible, which under the Old Covenant, those were the Jewish scriptures. Okay, so everything else still existed. The book of Isaiah, the book of Jeremiah, every other thing, the Proverbs, Job, those are still involved in the studies. That's why Jesus would have quoted Isaiah and would have known those those scriptures. But for the Jewish people, only the first five were technically their Bible, right? So out of those 39 books, we have all types of different things. I already kind of noted, but we have wisdom literature. In that, you're going to be familiar with maybe the book of Psalms, the book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Job, that's called wisdom literature. There is historical books would actually fall under, it's a word called the Deuteronomistic, Deuteronomistic uh, literature. And that's going to have First and Second Kings, First and Second Samuel, Judges, those kind of books. Um, then we're going to also have within the 39 books, we're going to have the major and the minor prophets. That's going to be, um, you know, a major prophet is Isaiah, Jeremiah, Minor Prophets, the book of Amos, the book of Habakkuk, those types of uh, books, right? And so literally, if I remember correctly, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is wrong and someone can correct me, but they're actually called Major and Minor, not because, well, this was a prophet that was of major importance and this one was of minor importance. Nope. They're actually called that by the length of their book. Book of Jeremiah, book of Isaiah, much longer than the book of Amos or Habakkuk or one like that. So uh, that is what actually categorizes them major or minor. Then, what, well, so all of that consists of God choosing Israel as his chosen people. And out of that, this is kind of the, the narrative of what it looks like. So that's the Old Covenant. And that's where a lot of times people might use to quote, like, well, the book of Leviticus said you shouldn't do this. So when people talk about, well, the Bible contradicts itself or um, it's confusing or, well, if you're going to say this, you have to say that as well, right? Like if you're going to say no about this certain sin, you have to also remember that in Leviticus it says you shouldn't eat shrimp or any type of crawfish or whatever. 
So that's the Old Testament has those types of uh, that type of literature in it that people maybe use. And so in that, that was where we find the Ten Commandments, things like that. So throughout the Old Testament, I believe we still see Jesus in one way or another. But let's just jump forward to the New Testament. In the New Testament, that is after Jesus existed. That's after Jesus showed up on the scene, right? And between um, the last book in the Old Testament and the first book in the New Testament, there's actually about a 400-year period of time. And so the first four books in the New Testament are the Gospels. That's what we refer to as the Gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That is their narrative of Jesus' ministry. The life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus consists in the Gospels. And so those are important. So anytime someone says, hey, I'm just beginning to read Scripture, where do you point me? I say, start in the Gospels, any of them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That's their perspectives of what happened. That's the narrative maybe they were told. And so they share it in those. Those are the Gospels. Then you have Acts. That's the beginning of the church. After that, we have the epistles. And those are the letters from the apostles. And uh, those, are, again, are those who saw Jesus or um, are helping lead a church. And so those are what consist of or create the New Testament. And so the New Testament, the reason it's the New Covenant is because now Jesus has shown up. It's changed everything. So again, I'm going to point people to beginning their spiritual journey, their faith walk in the New Testament. Am I saying the Old Testament is not important? Not at all. But as you'll be reading through the New Testament, you'll see references that pull to the Old Testament. That's when you go, okay, so now I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm learning about this Jesus fellow through one of the Gospels. I'm seeing how in Acts, they're acting on starting the, the early church. I'm seeing the... the uh, leaders of the church like Paul and Peter and all these guys um, leading churches and they're writing letters about how God is transforming their life and how they should be the community that they're writing to should allow God to transform their life in this way and every now and then they're either quoting Jesus quoting the Old Testament they're quoting how God was involved with the ancient uh, Israelites literally we have a book of Hebrews this is all about um, how God has connected with the Hebrews of old and how he wants to connect with the Hebrews of new, right? The, the new, um, well, not new, but the Jewish people who he wants to step into this new faith of following Jesus. And so that's that. The Bible is complex, and it's not just one big thing. You can't, you, it's true. You have to use Scripture to interpret Scripture. And so you can't just pick and choose. I 100% agree. But I think we have to know where does our faith lie? It lies in the re resurrection of Jesus. And so when we look back and we see throughout the entire narrative, the entire canon, how is it all connected? And it is. And it's wonderful. It's a beautiful story. So much history and uh, so, so many different types of ways that we can continue to learn from the Bible. And so that is my very, very, very quick synopsis of the Bible and its breakdown. And so uh, maybe you learned something today, I hope, and that is that. So um, thanks for listening to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime.